Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 22. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast, part of the MedEd Media Network. You can find out all of the shows that we do over at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D, media.com. This podcast is going to break from our standard or what we've been doing on the MCAT podcast and start diving into questions, actually breaking down MCAT questions and going through the questions and talking about them and figuring out how to get to the right answer. While that doesn't necessarily work 100% for an audio podcast, we've tried our best to make it work so that as you're listening to this in the car or while you're working out, you'll get the most out of it. But you can also go to our show notes page specifically for this episode and the episodes coming up because we have several in a row where we're going to do these types of questions. If you go to themcatpodcast.com slash 22 for episode 22, then you can download the actual questions, the, a PDF of the question that we're going over so you can read along with us and actually see everything right in front of you. So again, that's themcatpodcast.com slash Two, two. So, Brian, are you ready to break into some MCAT questions? Yeah, absolutely, Ryan. And the one we want to look at today is the the Physics Passage One uh, handout. And so, if if folks are um, listening to the podcast. Um, and can get the handout, that'd be great to follow along. What I'm going to do is actually, I'm just going to start by reading the question that we're going to solve together. So the question says, which of the following waves would have a wavelength larger than any standard electrospun fiber? So now this question comes with a passage, and reading the question itself, a wavelength larger than electrospun fiber, you can go back to the passage and start skimming through looking for some information about wavelengths rather than doing a whole big analysis of the passage at the beginning. So again, if you're following along with the handout, you can go ahead and do that. But if you're listening, I'll just jump right to it and read you a little selection from the passage that would answer this. So this is coming out of paragraph two here. It says, fibers obtained may have diameters ranging from 0.05 to 5 micrometers. The small diameters provide high surface area to volume and high length to diameter ratios. The process has applications in providing scaffolds for tissue engineering products. Okay, so you go back into the passage and you get that number, 0.05 to 5 micrometers. And again, the question was a wave that would have a wavelength larger than an electrospun fiber. And the answer choices are red light, blue light, microwaves, and x-rays. 
Now, here's where the strategy note comes in. If this were a science classroom, you know, kind of studying for a physics midterm type situation, you would probably want to immediately jump to start doing calculations, right? You would pull in some of your outside knowledge about um, the electromagnetic spectrum and the wavelengths, and maybe you would treat this as a unit conversion problem. You know, you would think about, oh, normally the um, the electromagnetic electromagnetic spectrum is described in terms of, you know, 350 to 700 nanometers or whatever, and you'd look at these micrometers, and you would start trying to do a whole bunch of math. But we want to remember, of course, on the MCAT that it is a reading and reasoning test that just happens to be about science rather than a science test. So now I'm going to read the question one more time. Which of the following waves would have a wavelength larger than any of these fibers? So notice by the wording of the question itself, the answer choice has to be the wave with the longest or largest wavelength. Because if a particular answer choice is larger than electrospun fiber, there can't be any other answer choices that are also larger than electrospun fiber, or there would be two right answers. And of course, on the MCAT, uh, we, we know there's only one right answer here. So by reading the wording of the question carefully and thinking about the logic of the question, rather than obsessing over doing a whole bunch of math, you can look at this and say, oh, really? A wavelength larger than the fiber? I just need the largest wavelength or the longest wavelength here. And again, the answer choices were red light, blue light, microwaves, and x-rays. And the MCAT is going to expect you to know your physics, know your um, electromagnetic spectrum, and know that microwaves of those answer choices I listed have the longest or largest wavelength. Okay, um, red light would be longer wavelength than blue light. Blue light's the, the shortest, or violet light is the shortest on the visible spectrum. And then, of course, x-rays are very high energy, very short, very small wavelength, very high frequency. So x-rays would be the other end of the spectrum. So again, Ryan, one of the things we see over and over again on the MCAT is that if you do your reasoning correctly on the question and the wording of the question, and you have a good, solid grasp of your outside knowledge, you don't have to do nearly as much calculation or heavy-duty analysis as you think you might need to. And so the answer ends up being microwaves. Interesting. So this is, this is, these are going to be fun for me because I'm coming into it having forgotten all of this information. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you say that, what I'm looking at, so you, you talked about the, the question is saying larger than any standard electrospun fiber. And so mm -hmm. it, it says that fibers range from 0 0.05 to 5 what, micrometers. Mm -hmm. So how do, you, how do you go from having that number to just throwing out red light, blue light, x-rays because they're smaller than microwaves? How do you know that those other answers aren't aren't smaller or, or how do you know those, those, those other ones aren't larger than that five micrometers? Right. Sure. So if blue light were the right answer, if blue light had a wavelength that was larger than a fiber, larger than five micrometers, then red light would also have a wavelength larger than five micrometers because this is from outside knowledge. Mm. We know that blue light is high energy, which means high frequency which means short wavelength. By contrast, red light is low energy, meaning low frequency, and therefore very large wavelength, a long wavelength. Right? So if blue light were the right answer, 
then red light would also be the right answer. Mm-hmm. They would both be larger than five. So the, you can't have two right answers. Yep. Right? So by that logic, blue light is out. Now we can apply the same step in the logic, right? So if um, red light were correct, then microwaves, which are even more low energy than visible light, right? Very, very low frequency, very long, very large wavelength. If red light were the right answer, then microwaves would also be larger than five. So, so you just you, right from that process or pattern of elimination, you can say if they want a wavelength that's larger, let me just pick the largest one here, and I'm done. I like it. I like it. A, a, a fun trick to remember that that I've used to remember that microwaves are large waves mm-hmm. is is truly a microwave that appliance that we have in the kitchen that the basically the microwave when you're looking through it has this metal screen in front with holes that you can see through and the waves are so big that they can't pass through the holes so it, it, i always find it funny when people are scared of standing in front of the microwave because they're afraid of the the the, the microwaves like doing something to their body when it's basically <laughs> a big faraday cage sitting there Absolutely. And yet they'll say, I don't like to stand in front of the microwave. And they'll tell you that while holding their cell phone <laughs> up to their ear, which uses microwaves for the cell phone signal. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that was an interesting one. I'm really excited to dig into more of these next week and moving on in the next couple of weeks. Right. Fantastic. Me too, Ryan. All right. There you have it. Our first episode discussing a, a an MCAT question. So I hope that worked well for you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can shoot me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net, or let me know in the Hangout. If you're not part of the Medical School Headquarters Hangout, you should be. It's free. It's a Facebook group specifically for pre-med students to collaborate and and discuss and help each other. Go to medicalschoolhq.net slash group. If you're like most pre-med students planning on taking the MCAT this coming year because you're applying this coming year, then right now is the time to start thinking about MCAT prep. Go check out Next Step's MCAT course over at nextstepmcat.com. Don't forget to use the promo code MCATPOD, that's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D, to save some money on your checkout, in your checkout, whether you're buying the course which is their new course that has hundreds of hours of material and live office hours with the people that actually made the course and not just some random teachers. You'll get everything that's offered for cheaper than those other big box MCAT test prep companies. Go check them out, nextstepmcat.com. All right, I hope you got a lot of great information out of our podcast today. Again, let me know how this format worked. Don't forget to go to the show notes page, themcatpodcast.com slash 22 to download the, the actual questions so you can read along with us if that's something you would like to do. And next week, we'll, we'll have some more questions to talk about. So enjoy your week. Have a happy new year. This is the last episode we're doing in 2016. We'll come back with you the first week of 2017 with more great information so you can crush the MCAT.